there's very little that changes in our life without having the capacity for real serious self-reflection. So today I'm going to give you three very effective self-reflection questions. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. Hey team, Glenn Azar here. Welcome back to the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Now, first question, how have you gone with the challenge that I put out on Monday to compliment someone, at least one person, every single day this week? If you don't know what that's about, then go back and listen to that episode and challenge yourself to start from today. But how have you gone? Have you stayed on track with that? Have you actually gone out of your way to compliment people for no other reason than to try and brighten their day. Now, I'm not saying give false compliments, of course, if someone didn't do something well, but look for opportunities to compliment people. It's actually a very effective strategy in the workplace as well. If you're a boss or a mentor in any business owner, those sort of capacities, look for to catch people doing things well. Look for things that you can compliment them on and people will perform much better. Typically, in workplace, particularly the bigger they get, we look to catch people doing things wrong and we don't want to do that. So I'm just wondering how you went with that and I hope that you found some challenges in it because it can make you feel uncomfortable, but that's about getting out of your comfort zone and doing something different. And then did you notice the change in energy of the other person? Because that's most certainly what I noticed in that one situation I talked about. And this week I've been doing that all week in a much smaller scale than the original sort of Madonna at the Brisbane Smiles that I talked about that episode. But it's still effective. You still see that little change in people when you look for a way to compliment them or start a conversation that's just different to your very rote conversations. Now, this week, I'm coming to the end, or this is the last week of the eight-week online mindset mentoring program I've been running with about 20-odd people inside that group from all around the world, mostly Australia, but you know, a couple from overseas. And I finished this program off with a week of self-reflection just to go really deep on yourself and ask some questions that give you the capacity just to change all your level of understanding of self because you'll never really achieve much if you don't understand how and why you operate. But also there are some of these questions that are really powerful for changing the way you think about past situations. And obviously we talked a bit about that story we tell ourselves on Wednesday. So I just thought I'd share three of these questions with you that I found specifically powerful and there are quite a few of these. But let's start with these. This first one I found amazing. I've used this a couple of times when I go back through my past and things that have happened. And it's write a letter to the person or situation that feels unresolved saying everything you didn't have a chance to express. Get it off your chest. So say that again. Write a letter to the person or situation that feels unresolved saying everything you didn't have a chance to express and get it off your chest. Now, you don't send this letter to anyone, you just write it. And what I find particularly effective is write it, put it in an envelope and put it in my bedside table. And I've just, that act of putting pen to paper and getting all those things out, you know, that thing that you just didn't get to say what you wanted to say, maybe due to emotion, etc. You, once you had the opportunity, you didn't really get it off your chest properly because, you know, emotion gets involved or maybe you were just never given the opportunity. So this is about taking that opportunity. You know, never have to share it with them. It could be last week or or 30 years ago. It doesn't matter. It's just about getting that off your chest and having a deeper understanding of why you think the way you think about a certain situation. And then after a week, throw it in the bin, throw it in the fire, burn it, whatever the case may be. But it's a really powerful exercise. This next one I like, and it was right about a time when your work felt real, necessary and satisfying to you, whether it was paid or unpaid, professional or domestic, 
physical or mental. Again, right about a time when your work felt real, necessary and satisfying to you, whether it was paid or unpaid, professional or domestic, physical or mental. So you're looking for the opportunity to understand what makes me tick. And as you get older, for those younger people out there, as you get older, you'll start to realize that money, whilst important, isn't the most important thing. Looking for connection to what you were doing becomes far more powerful. So from that point of view, you're looking for clues in your past where you go, geez, I felt connected when I did that thing. And maybe, just maybe, there's a way for you to go out and find uh, or build a business or find a job more in relation to that thing, even if it pays you a little bit less. So that's a good one too. And the last one that I'll share with for you this week is make a list of the people in your life who genuinely support you and whom you can trust. Which of them do you turn to in difficult moments and then make time to hang out with them? So again, make a list of the people in your life who genuinely support you and whom you can trust. Which of them do you turn to in difficult moments and make time to hang out with them more often? Now, why is this one powerful? Well, in my experience, and I'm not just about my personal experience, I'm talking about coaching people as well. We have those people that when going gets tough, we lean on. But when things are going well, we can tend to spend less time around them because we don't need to spend time around them. They're, they're kind of our crutch when we need that crutch. But when I don't need that, I'm just, I, I don't think, you know, I'm not saying we're not friends with them, but we don't stay as connected as we should. But what if we spent more time building a positive mental health experience by being around people that are there for us when we most need it and being around them just for the sake of being around them? I don't actually need you right now. There's not a challenge or a thing that I'm going through, but I just know that if I need that, you're the person. So I want to spend more time with you. Now, this can be physically spending time with someone or if they they live a fair way from you, it can be you know online chats, do a Zoom call, a FaceTime, a phone call, whatever the case may be. But how can I stay connected to those people that I know that if the chips were down, they would be the people that are there for me? So those are three, only three of many self-reflection questions that I gave to the team. Um, you know, write them out, see what you think, answer those questions, and I bet you you'll come up with some pretty cool things that you think, oh, I don't normally take the time to think about those things. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.